We might have had our best collective week when it comes to NFL Stone Cold Lead Pipe Locks for Week 13. It wasn't unlucky for us. We got the college football playoff and more. This is the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. Stay tuned. Welcome, welcome, welcome back once again to the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. This is Chad the Mark with Mr. Brown and Canadian Biggie. And fellas, I'm under the weather. I'm a little nasally. I sound like I'm uh, just, uh, you know, got cabin fever or maybe a, a slight head cold. I don't know what you want to call it, but uh, we're here doing the show, man, because the fans deserve this show. Brother, as long as I don't listen back and hear Nick Wright, you're all right. <laughs> That's all you're going to hear. <laughs> No, no Nick Wrights tonight, but uh, I, I'm, we're social distancing for the most part. I, I'm within, you know, 10 feet, but not closer than five feet to you guys. So hopefully we all stay healthy and doing well. And uh, I gave up sitting by the fireplace to, to come and talk to you guys tonight. So that's how much I care about you guys. There's a fireplace right here. There is. It's it's electric. And yes. It looks like fire. Mm-hmm. It's electric. <laughs> it's electric. Yeah. Uh, so if this means Chad DeMarc is going to be a little less, uh, you know, the voice of reason, I'm all in. Right. Know? That's probably what you're if getting. We're taking uh, a notch off of the snarky. Yes. It's yeah. more snotty than snarky today. That's if for he sure. pretends, or not pretends, if he actually <laughs> portrays the third place guy that he is in picks tonight, I'm all in. Hey, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Uh, we'll get into that. I, I could I could theoretically climb out of the cellar in the next two weeks, but we'll see what happens. But we'll get to our week 14 so-called hey, You killed it this blocks. last week. But, hey, we were all well over 500. 10 and 4, 9 and 5, 11 and 3. That's a hell of a, uh, hell of a week for us. Uh, I haven't checked to see uh, where Mr. Brown is on the, uh, on the first page, if he's still there. I, I imagine he probably is. So I would we'll, hope so. We'll, I mean, I, I padded my winning percentage. We'll, we'll check that between the, uh, between the breaks here, but let's All start right, off with, with the uh, college football playoff. Uh, so, so can Cincinnati. I, can I just interject one thing here? Yeah, go. One homerism thing, because we don't talk a lot of WU. Our boy Nico coming in next year. Neil Brown just went down to visit with him to make sure he's still going to stay committed. You, did you see where he got named the Gatorade Player of the Year for the state of Arizona? I did, but okay. I'm just saying he's coming to play for us. I'm excited. This is, this is what happens. I bring up college football playoff, and you immediately want to talk about next year for WVU instead of talking about the actual college football playoff, dude. It's the only thing to get excited for. <sighs> no, are are you not excited for Cincinnati cracking the glass ceiling and getting into the college football playoff? Don't get into that. Don't answer that question. I mean, I, are we there? Yeah, we're we're there. We're we're, there. we're going right into the college football right. playoff. We're not talking about aimless WVU stuff for next year. So we we got the slate set. Alabama upset Georgia. Uh, so like we whoa thought, whoa whoa shut your trap. When we were on this show last week, I told you Bama was winning that game. They did not upset them. Alabama was a betting dog for the second time in like 47 Which games, makes it an upset. Six times You, time you just identified it as being an upset. You it might have true. picked it correct. It true, you might have picked it correct. It Georgia is not in your ass. Right. No, and, and Vegas when, needed to make money. Look, when you said that, uh, you know, Nick Saban just going against one of his protégés, going against Kirby Smart. I and, did and like, like that. That that made That's me really all it needed. That really made me regret my pick instantly, and I was like, "Well, I don't care. It's not our uh, NFL pick, so I don't care if I get it wrong." But the uh, the fact was, they didn't just win. They they took him to the woodshed, dude. They they whooped that ass. Georgia was giving up. What was it? We were sitting down here watching the game, Mr. Brown. They were giving up like eight points a game throughout the season. Bama put 24 on them in the second quarter. So let me ask you this. Did the seedings for the playoff come out with uh, Cincinnati being the four seed only so you didn't have an Alabama-Georgia rematch in the first round? Yes. Absolutely. Because Cincinnati really is the three seed, right? Yeah, I know they say that it's not done for TV purposes, but it's done wait, for wait, TV Wait, wait, it's purposes. all done for TV purposes. Yep. ESPN owns this whole outfit and operation. It's only done for their benefit. Yes. So, all right, so Cincinnati is going to play Alabama and Michigan is going to play Georgia. So, out of those two games, which one are you most going to enjoy What that you think is going to be a better game? I'm going to love the Michigan-Georgia game. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Michigan-Georgia, I think Georgia's the early favorite at like seven points, six and a half, seven, somewhere in a touchdown. I love this Michigan team. They're tough. It's like the Monday night game with the Bills and the Patriots. Michigan, when you play them, you know they're going to run it. They know they're going to run it. They still run it. Georgia's got a top-notch defense. 
won't have to face a passing game like they did with Alabama. That's the game to watch. The other one, Alabama's 13.5 point favorite. They'll cover that easy. Like you could easily get a 20 to 17 final out of Michigan and Georgia. Yeah. So here's my question as much as you like Michigan, I was just going to ask you, like, who do you like in that game? I like Michigan. You like Michigan to upset? I really, because it, really they, like this Michigan cause, team. Because George is the favorite, right? They are. And, but Michigan's going to upset them. All I right. believe so. All right. Hey, it blows my mind that we just had Alabama-Georgia, and we talked about it. You you loved using Bama because you were just – it is what it is. You said Saban versus Kirby. And I was like, that's cool. I was down at the World Series, and I saw the passion of the Dogs fans. And I was like, man, they're just – killing everybody, and I'm thinking this might be the year, but asking them to do it in the same year as the Braves maybe is too much. But <laughs> We can't have too many yeah, nice things. Yeah, I mean, this is a city of losers, for God's sakes. We can't win two in one year. So, like, I was sitting there watching it, and I was like, man, Georgia is really legit. And you picked it head, head, straight up. So, my point is, is, like, you got Bama, who destroyed them, and now Georgia's playing Michigan, who's formidable opponent, and Georgia's still the favorite? Yep. Why is Georgia the favorite over Michigan? Is the SEC just that biased? Yeah, I think that Vegas looks at it that way. They look at the SEC being that much better than everybody else. I, I don't think they're necessarily wrong. I, I, I'm not the one that I can't say they are. I, I'm not going to be the one that says the entire conference is better, but like usually the cream of the crop for the SEC are usually the yeah, best teams What's in wrong with college football if the fact is – Georgia's got their ass kicked by Alabama, and you got Michigan in the in the Big Ten, and they're a considerable Dude, if, underdog. If it would have been Texas A and M that was in that title game, and they're the ones that beat Georgia, then it, they probably wouldn't have stayed in the top four. It's because it's Alabama. It's no, because know. of who it is. It's the, it's the recognition there. It's just insane how much better one conference is than the rest of the country. It's not even that the conference is better. It's just no. that Alabama's better, and then they pull everybody along on their coattails if they happen to be there. And just, I'm just saying, like Georgia. It's only know. it's only been Georgia though. Like the you've had Georgia and Alabama make the playoff a couple times at the same year, but it's not like nobody's. Ole Miss had a good year, but like they're not that good. Like so, do you think Georgia moves on? Uh, you know, I, I, I'm with Biggie because I like the contrast in styles. I, I think, you know, when you look at Michigan's offense, they're more of a throwback to like the eighties college football style. And while Georgia has a good defense, you know, can, are they used to playing a double tight end set? You know, are they going to a triple tight end sets? You know, I mean, they're going to line up as many blockers as they can to, to play. And then Michigan's defense is going to match up decent against Georgia's offense. Michigan's defense fourth in the country in points allowed. Georgia's defense first in the country in points yeah, allowed. Like so, so something's got to give. And and the, you know, like let's go to the other matchup. So we were talking about this earlier. I like Cincinnati. I'm with you. They're they're the clear underdog. But like if Cincinnati would have matched up against Georgia, that would have been a more favorable matchup for them because Georgia doesn't have an explosive offense. You know, you look at them matched up against Alabama. Like I, it's it's kind of. Kind of like this. I, I I think if you play the game ten times, eight times Alabama beat Cincinnati, I do give them a twenty percent chance to win because their defense is good and Alabama's offense can be streaky. If they're not throwing the ball downfield and getting explosive plays, then Cincinnati could find themselves in the game. Um, but it's, I think if Alabama is clean with the ball, no turnovers, they win this game. They cover the spread. It's and like forty nine to twenty or something, yep. right? Yeah. But but if if not, if but you know, you never know because you get these long layoffs. Like Luke Finkel, how are we going to find out he's like the next greatest coach out there? Like if he's Could able he? to pull this off. Well, I think the reason that Cincinnati's are where they are for two reasons. One, they were good last year, though, so they had momentum coming in this year. They started the season ranked inside the top ten, so it's not like they had to come from an unranked team. Second thing is that their quarterback Ritter could have left last year, went pro. He wouldn't have been top ten pick, but he would have went draft drafted decided to come back finish what he started it's one of those like me and you like to talk about where you have the really good college quarterback who can carry a team so is it the quarterback or the coach that has Cincinnati with only one loss over the last two years maybe it's both you know and if it's both then maybe they got a chance and that's all I'm asking just give me a good game just 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 let them show up you know like I know we've had some like 
It doesn't have to be Boise State, Oklahoma, but be something close to that, man. Give me magic. Yeah. Give me a reason to expand the playoff. That's one of those great games you remember until you die. The uh, uh, Statue of Liberty. Oh was- yeah, yeah. The, the circus. You know, yeah. all, like you remember the names of the play of the plays there, but you know, I, I don't think Cincinnati will win. But I, for whatever reason, like I'm not an Alabama hater because they are typically the best program. But man, I'm, I'm rooting for Cincinnati hard in this one. You give Alabama underdog to a better like me. That's like telling me what the lottery numbers are before you draw them. So. <laughs> What I think is going to happen here is Alabama is going to roll Cincinnati. Uh, Bryce Young, he's the best player in college football, and that—that's why well, was, he, he's going to win the Heisman, right? He, yes. After this past week, yeah. Number two in the Heisman is going to be Melissa Hutchins and son. I don't remember his name is, but he's a good <laughs> defensive end. I think that they beat Georgia, and I think it's Michigan Alabama in the national title game. Let me ask you guys this. This is a question for you guys because I'm not the football, college football insider like you two are, but <laughs> is this the first time a non-Power 5 has been in the Final yes, Four? Yes, yes. Ever? Yes. Yeah, that's why it's so big because you had UCF for two years in a row that couldn't get in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, who else was knocking on the door? I mean, Boise State, but that was before the playoffs. Yeah, back at the BCS. So it, you answered my question. Like, you just kind of touched on it, but, like, now that Alabama sees that, like – Everyone's thinking, is the system broken? Should more teams be in? Whatever the case is, should it just be Power 5 conference teams and they're like licking their chops like, we got Cincinnati. It's going to be at least three touchdown favorite here, City right here. It's going to be ugly. You know what it's turned into? I heard this on the radio this week. And it was was the most perfect way to put it. The college football playoff is the Nick Saban Invitational. It is, really. Absolutely. Welcome to the annual Nick Saban Classic. It's, yeah. it's so true. Might as well just have the games in Tuscaloosa. I'll say this. Me and Chad have talked about this before, and you always put out that 16-team playoff. Right. What's one of the things we said, uh, if they were to expand to 16 teams, you'd have a team like right down the road for us, Marshall, who's a group of five team who could build a powerhouse because now they can go play those teams. With Cincinnati cracking in and the possible expansion of the playoff within the next couple of years, I think that you know Cincinnati – they're going to come to the Big 12. But, Marshall, some of these all are Boise State. You're going to see a program that becomes the Gonzaga of college football when the playoff expands. I hope you're right because that's – damn it, that's what we need. Yep. Right. right. I, and I think what you get over time is you get more parity too. Make it happen, Chad. I'm trying. You're bracket. it out there all the time. But you talk about parity because the way that you can transfer now in college football – if you're a if you're a good player on Alabama, but you're not starting, and you can look to these other power or non-power yeah, conferences, the transfer portal being as wide open as it is, you could go from being recruited to Alabama, redshirting, then not playing much as a freshman. All of a sudden, you're 20 years old, and you decide, you know what? Marshall needs a tailback, and I think I can be the best player in the country. I'm going to go to Marshall and play every damn down. Well, and, you know, my argument is always let's make it the conference, you know, winners that get in there because I just think that would help, you know, bring the the conferences yeah. up to a little bit more relevance. But even if you went off a top 16, you know, BYU, Pitt, uh, Notre Dame, you know, I mean, in Cincinnati, like they'd be in the playoff this year. Yeah. I mean, that, that, those are not typical powers. You know, so it shows you that anything can happen. Uh, either way, I think we're on the right track of getting better. But with all this conference realignment bullshit that we've gone through, it's making everybody stall because they don't want the SEC to get too much power. Yep. But um, I'm just going to say it again, man. Eventually, the NCAA is going to die this slow death, and these these schools are going to form their own alliance and move away. One more thing as a WVU fan and just a member of the Big 12 these last however many years, and Oklahoma's owned us in conference play. We haven't beaten them since the Fiesta Bowl with the old Bill, Bill Stewart speech. They didn't need to go to the SEC. They should have stayed in the Big 12 and been the top dog, right? No, let's make a few more million go to the SEC. It's not a few more. It's like $20 million. I know, but Lincoln Riley's like, screw that. I'm out of here. Well, he, he's making $100 million, so. Yeah. <laughs> So I just I, I laugh when I see like you just said you know the parody and all these teams switching. Let's build this super conference. What happens when you take some of these teams that were the top dog and other conferences in? It takes them a while to get their footing, so they're not going to be that same team. And how long is it before Texas isn't also ran? 
they they already are. Oh, okay. Well, Texas I is long still before Texas what is an also ran. They are ev- an every year. It's Texas is back. Texas is dog shit. The factor in the SEC g- coming up is just complete horseshit. They're they're like so, Circuit City, man. They're, they is. might have it's a lot terrible. of locations, but like they run their business terribly, so That's they're like, eventually going out of business. Yeah. Show me you're living in your name, but you're really not living in your name. Right. It's all it is. <laughs> so like you're saying that the SEC will branch off and do their own thing. I think it'll be more than the SEC, but it's going to start with the SEC. So it's either got to be one of two things. Either we expand the playoffs where the little guys have a chance, or it's going to have to branch off because it's at the point to where no one else has a chance. Right. And I think when you talk about it being over 130 schools now at the the major college football level, you know, if 60 to 70 teams decided to branch off and not worry about NCAA regulations and just did their own thing and use the NIL the way they see fit, uh, you know, and, and uh, dude, they could make so much money off their TV rights the way the NFL does. Like if, if you're just – if you're doing it all as one conglomerate and you do revenue sharing the way NFL mm-hmm. does and you get your TV packages the way the NFL does, like they have a structure they can look at. And then if they find a way to keep traditional rivalry still important, you know, that's that's a game changer. See, I think that's what happened when we were earlier in the year and they were talking about the SEC possibly moving to like 32 teams and then it was going to be the ACC, Big Ten, Pac-12 are going to form their alliance that, between right, the three. Because they're just, it was to put a stop to that. Right. They're trying to make sure that the rich don't get richer and yep. they become the paupers when they're they're actually pretty well off right now. And See, this is all you need to know about college football, the health of college football. We're still in a pandemic of sorts. Um, how much money are they paying Brian Kelly? Brian Kelly is getting ninety million, I think. For 10 uh, how much years. are they paying Lincoln Riley? Uh, he's getting like one hundred and five million for ten years when you factor in the other fringe benefits. Uh, James Franklin. Oh, he just got eighty uh, something million yeah, for ten. No years. name for oh. Michigan State. Michigan State got ninety eighty five or ninety five million for oh, 10 yeah, years. Oh yeah, college football is really Mel hurting. Tucker. Yeah, Mel yeah. Tucker. I mean, come on, man. Like, there's money there. And the one thing we've learned about college football, they always find a way to make more money. Yeah. I mean, uh, speaking of, uh, you know, one of the ways they make money is off these bowl contracts and these TV showings that we get that carry us from the middle of December to January because there's nothing else on TV unless you want to watch It's a Wonderful Life on, on loop. Uh, so great. So, uh, Biggie, you have uh, – you have a list of, of bowl games, right? Like, there's some exciting bowl games. Can we talk about – we should do a bowl challenge, too. We need to put that out we there. We got to do that. Ooh, Let people ask Yeah, me. that would For be fun page. to do. Yeah. I just I jotted down, I think I got 10 or 12 bowl games here. And with the bowl games that have grown over the years, there are so many that existed, fell out. I think there's 40-some bowl games now. We really only pay attention to, like, the New Year's Six. I was just going to read off – Bowl names to you. You guys tell me if this is a real bowl or if I made it up, all right? All right, hit, hit me. All right. Famous Idaho Potato Bowl. You go first, Mr. Brown. I'm going to say that's uh, legit. That That is real. That is legit. The Frisco Football Classic. No. Uh, no. That is real. Ah, really? Yes. <laughs> I, the, it's like wait a for minute. For this year only, how many Fris- how many Frisco football classics have there been for this? It to will be, be the third. Cla- <laughs> so it's a classic already. Yeah. I love Dude, it. You you got me one a Frisco breakfast sandwich. Right I know ham, egg, and cheese. Some Hardee's, Hardee's baby. Hardee's. The, or Carl's Jr. The Wrigley Field Bowl. False. False. You're correct. That one is fake. My favorite bowl. The Jimmy Kimmel L.A. Bowl presented by Stifle. I want it to be real. That is real. It is real. Right. It's the inaugural Jimmy wow. Kimmel L.A. <laughs> He's Bowl. made it. He's made it big time. Uh, the Fenway Bowl. I wanted nah. that one to be real, but it's probably false. No. That one is real. They're playing a game in Fenway? Yes, sir. Holy. In the stadium. Yes. It's hard enough to fit it in the Yankee. Know the teams how you, are yet? How you fit uh, it in Fenway? I have them on another page, not the one that's in front it's of It's like, uh, yeah. Okay. Austin, uh, you. So, <laughs> if you were going to play in a crappy bowl and you were 6-6, six and six, you'd want to go to the Bahamas, right? No, let's go to Boston and Fenway. Hmm. Or Hawaii. The KFC Bahamas Bowl. That's real. Mr. Brown? I love KFC. Someone say it's real. Fellas? 
the Bahamas Bowl is real, but it's the wrong chicken company. It's sponsored by Popeyes. Ah, ah. even better. Yeah. Nah, that's way better. You tricked me. Uh, God's <laughs> yeah. chicken only does the Chick-fil-A bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the Kellogg's Tony the Tire, Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. I like there was a Sun Bowl. Yeah, there is. But there is, is the right a Sun sponsor? Bowl. Uh, I'm going to say false. I mean, you would think it would just be Frosted Flakes, but I did see it as Tony the Tiger. I saw Correct. that. Correct. It is a real bowl. Wow. Uh, this one's played in Florida. The Universal Studios Adventure Bowl. Universal Studios <laughs> Adventure Bowl. I'm going to say I ain't heard of that one. So I'm gonna say That's false. like saying like you're going to smoke some uh, you know, orchestrated shit you know, type of thing. Uh, maybe. I'm going to say false. You're both correct. That one's false. All right. Uh, A couple more here. Lending Tree Bowl. True. I would say yes. That's true. Uh, That's where we're going now. The Tax Act Myrtle Beach Bowl. That's true. Now, if you would have said tax that ass bowl at Myrtle Beach. Tax that ass. (laughs) Then I would have said absolutely true. So I'm going to say false. It is true. (laughs) All right. Three more. How many people got their asses taxed when we were senior week? (laughs) (laughs) I think that means something else. Yeah. Sorry. I just remember the guy jumping off the second floor balcony into the pool. Uh, He whizzed past my hand and broke his legs on the the concrete. (laughs) The uh, New Era Pinstripe Bowl. Uh, That seems real. We've played in that as Mountaineers. Yes. Yankee Stadium. We played Syracuse in it. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it. Don't want to talk about it. Geno's last game. Uh, The Poulon Weed Eater Independence Bowl. I'm going to say false. I'll go with true. That one is false, although it was formerly true. It was the Poulon Weed Eater Independence Bowl until like 1999. Okay. Uh, One last one for you. Do you guys know the bowl that West Virginia is playing in? Yes. What is it? It's the same bowl name that the Detroit Tigers play in, or is it the White Sox? It's the guaranteed rate. Who plays a guaranteed rate field? Didn't we just talk about this a couple weeks ago? Yes. It's one of those. It's one of those AL Central teams. I think it's the White Sox. I think it is. Formerly known as the Cactus Bowl. Yes. Out in Arizona, which, hey, I can't wait to stay up on a Tuesday night till 3 a.m. to watch that stupid game. Yeah, it starts at That's 10. Ridiculous. You know, a flight, a flight from time. Pittsburgh to uh, to Phoenix is uh, about $1,400 that week. Oh, okay. So uh, I'm sure we'll represent well out there. Oh, yeah. So Minnesota's pissed, which they should be because they're 8-3. Yeah. And they're playing us 6-6 six and six dog shit team. Well, they're going to so. destroy us because their offensive coordinator they hired for next year used to be our analyst uh, for no, this no, year. So that. that's going to be great. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. All right. Well, that's uh, that's a lot of college football talk for us, but uh, we have 40,000 bowl games coming up that probably start as early as next week. But we do have Army-Navy coming up this weekend, right? Yes. So that's always a fun watch. So break out the eggnog and make sure you get your moose cups and uh, put a little something extra in there because we got a lot of fun heading our way. Don't put too, much, too much extra in there because uh, shitter's full. <laughs> I was just uh, a pure fan of college football and the fact that I – Love and support our armed forces. I love that this game is after every other game to end the season every year. Hell yeah, absolutely. All that being said, I'm ready to take a break. It's time to blow the nose. All right, when we hear that sound, we hear the NFL music. We know it's time for the Week 14 NFL Stone Cold Lead Pipe Locks. And for those keeping track at home, just a reminder, I'm in last place. We all know that. But I'm over 500. I'm 98, 95, and 1. That is uh, that is a pretty big uh, jump for me. As you just had one hell of a good week. I went I went 10 and 4. Uh, but, uh, Biggie, you had a better week. The best week even last uh, time out. You went 11-3. and three. Your record now stands at 104-89-1. You know, that's an incredible week. And as good as that week was, I barely made up any ground on Mr. Brown. That's because Mr. Brown went 9-5. He stayed healthy above 500, and he's got a 109-84-1 record overall. So, Mr. Brown, how do you feel? Is this going to be uh, a week that you just get your distance back? Or you, are you getting nervous that Biggie's getting a little closer? Do I look nervous? 
no, in fact, you seem like you're really enjoying taking the one thing in life he has, which is being it's, a It's the great only gambler. thing in life he has, and guess what? I'm taking that, too. And the fact is, I don't care if you want to use ESPN spread, FanDuel, whatever other jackass app Biggie's got on his phone, I'm still going to win. I don't care what the spread is. You tell me who's playing. You tell me what the spread is. Remind me where it's at because I always ask. I'm still going to kick everybody's ass. So let's get rolling, okay? That's what I do. I think that's the part that's probably most upsetting for Biggie is that you're really just winging it. I'm winging it. And I'm still better than him. Four and a half? No, four and a half. Yeah, four and a half. Yeah, it's four and a half. Okay. I'm going to take the Vikings. We haven't even said what it is yet. You're just, are you are you changing the spreads in the middle of this? Is I have my happening? finger on my ear with my earbud, my listening piece. So uh, for, for those uh, paying attention to pick watch, uh, we didn't look at this earlier, but I do want to let Mr. Brown know the, the best person in all of picks as experts is Ryan Wilson for CBS. He is 111 and 80. So he is only two games better than me. Alright, so am I still in fifth or on I move uh, up? You would be you would be tied for third place. Okay, cool. Uh, now show me the money. With Gridiron Isle Al. Jerry Maguire says, Show me the money. Now who's uh who's Pete Sweeney? Very familiar name, no idea who it is. Uh, and uh, Ken Pompadrio. Yeah, yeah, he's all over the place. Yeah, NFL well, Network. Well, he's he's beating him. So. You know, when you're beating him, you should be really, you should be retiring at this point. But he's not putting any money on it. He just does it for fun. Who's well, that? You. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's me. I do it for fun. You should be uh, putting a little chatter on. It. I should. You should. You should charge people for your five locks of the week. Should. That's what you do. You don't don't bet your own money. Make people give you their money. I'm just, you know, like I said, I'm winging it. I'm just, like, I actually, I don't. It's not about the money for me. It's more about just kicking Biggie's ass. Well, that that you're doing. So let's see if we can keep up the ass kick, ass kicking, not kissing. You get that right. All right, so Biggie wanted to prematurely get started here on the picks. Uh, we got our Thursday night matchup. We're doing the show on a Wednesday night. It's kind of weird. Usually we're watching the game, and we've already announced these picks, but now we're just doing it like we do the rest of them. The Steelers on the road to Minnesota, one of Biggie's favorite teams. The Vikings are a three-point home favorite. As much as this pains me to do for the second game in a row, I'm going to have to pick against my beloved Minnesota Vikings and take the resilient, ready-to-retire, Big Ben, Mike Tomlin, Pittsburgh Steelers to cover. Wow. At what point do the Vikings tell Zimmer, get the F out and go enjoy your supermodel girlfriend? It's coming soon. I think if they lose this game, it may happen. You think it's mid-season? Well, during the season. Yeah, because when you do that, then you open yourself up for, you know, you know, you're the first open. You know what I mean? I mean, but like looking at that girl, would you care about really like game planning or anything? God knows it. We're like 60 years old. Well, like, she, she's, she's what? Early he's, 20s? He's, he's hitting up. Yeah. His league, so. he's, Anyways. He's got money. It's clear Zimmer's mind is not on the game of football, <laughs> which I can't blame the dude. I've got to go Steelers. Steelers are covered. You know, I, uh, I I hate the Vikings because they're like the worst like Vegas team out there. Like they're, they're like the they opposite. should be so much better. They're like the opposite of the Lions. They should win a lot of games, but yet they always seem to not yeah. cover somehow. Uh, but I think the Vikings get back on track here at home on Thursday night. The Steelers on a short week with Old Ben. Like there ain't no way in hell they're even coming close to winning this game. I got the Vikings covering, so we're getting a lone wolf right off the bat. School for Biggie. And shame on you and your son, you know, for you not supporting him and his team. That's that's terrible. Uh, but we'll move on. Let's go to the Ravens to Cleveland. Man, I don't even know what to make of this game. The Browns are a two and a half point home favorite against the visiting Ravens. This game is uh, pretty interesting to me. Are the Browns coming off a bye week, right? They are. Two and a half point home favorite. Here's the thing. I think that Baltimore isn't quite as good as what their record shows. They're not quite as bad as what they have played. Cleveland coming off the bye week at home, make or break. 
I'm going to regret this, but I'll take the Browns to cover. The best meme I've seen all week is the fact that Gardner Minshew <laughs> is what, what Baker, Baker Mayfield Mayfield. claims to be. What he wants to be. So I'm going with the uh, Ravens because Baker is just a – just what is Baker? He's, he's on the injured list every week. Yeah, I mean, like, he's a wannabe. Like, bring back Bernie Kosar. I think he'd do better. You know what Baker so, is? I'm going with the Ravens. Baker is a, a poverty-level Peyton Manning. He does all those commercials, but he doesn't earn it on the field. Yeah. What, what is he, 5'11"? Uh, he's, uh, yeah. And a half. I'll give him a half. And Peyton Manning was, what, 6'3", 6'4"? 6'5". With his forehead makes him 6'8"? Yeah. Right. All right, so then it is what it is. I, you know, he's I, Dollar General Peyton. I am probably I am not a, a Baker Mayfield apologist, but yet somehow I end up being like a Ooh. Baker Mayfield defender half the time. And, and it's because I, I don't think he's that elite quarterback, but I don't think he's dog crap. Like, like you I, think I, he's a starter in the NFL, right? I, when he's, he's just not a top he's a ten starter. guy, right? I, I think he's like a fifteenth overall yeah. quarterback. Like so is Joe Flacco. For you'll win years. with him, but not because of it. I, I, I think that if he was healthy, the Browns would be better. I mean, he's, he's a mess. And maybe coming back off the bye, this is where the Browns turn it around, but they're not going to. It's going to be the Ravens winning this game. And, and this is, I think, where Cleveland almost starts to dismantle what they've been building because it's not going to be working and Baker Mayfield's going to be uh, without a contract. So, And it sucks because he's hurt and he's banged up, and I think he's he's playing through it to try to – he's showing heart, man. you got to love it, but yeah. the performance ain't there. But uh, the Ravens get back on track, man. The Browns, they are not making the playoffs. This is not a game they win. So you're the lone wolf, Biggie. Woof, 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 woof. And that was that was emphatic for that the uh, Browns. Good, like good job. Uh, all right, how about this shit show? The Jaguars on the road to Tennessee, where the Titans are an eight and a half point home favorite. This is such a horrible game to pick because <laughs> Tennessee has completely fallen off over the last couple of weeks. Once again, Tennessee is coming off a of bye week. The Jags aren't any good. Give me the Fighting Mike Vrabels there for the is. cover. I'm only going to pick the Titans because I got Julio starting my, as my wide receiver three. He ain't done shit all year. He ain't scored a touchdown this year. They do like a transplanted hamstring for him. He can finally play. I don't or know. What? Not one touchdown for Julio. Dude, you remember when the year started and you took Tannehill and fantasy and you're like A.J. Brown and Julio with Henry in the backfield. Julio was like Des Bryant, man. He just gets to this one point in his career and he just disappeared. Dude, yeah. but Julio was a stud. Was. Des Bryant was never a stud. He was good. But you're right. Julio was better. Oh, I'm, just, I'm just saying the equivalent of. That was like a Skip Bayless take. No, the take, <laughs> no you, what you did was you took the take and you went to the one corner. Corner of it instead of realizing that the similarity is they both got to a point to where they just disappeared. Just five years difference, but okay. Right. Anyways. They both fell off quickly. Uh, I'm taking the Titans just because I need them to win. I need a big game from Julio because if I don't, I'm not in the fantasy playoffs. Julio's not having a big game. I agree with you. But neither are the Jaguars. So the Titans <laughs> somehow cover this game. And, I, and I'm like the only one of us that doesn't put the Titans in the top ten every week in the power rankings. Yeah, but, uh, because you're a hater. I, I just think they're garbage without him. mine was 9 or 10. You're, you're, you're almost there with me. You know, Biggie still puts him like 7. Maybe. I feel like it was 9 or 10. Maybe it was Turbo Tommy put him at like four. I don't know. Well, he also put the Pagers number one over. He, he did. Uh, Tommy's got him too high. I'll, I'll say this. I wouldn't be surprised if Andy comes back and wins that division. All right. So, anyway, we're across the board of the Titans there. Let's go to Mr. Brown's Raiders on the road to Arrowhead. Nine and a half points. Whew. You want to go first? Yes. I've lost all faith in the Raiders despite the fact that the game against the emails was a clear Pass interference hold for five to seven yards, holding the jersey, but no one caught it. That's fine. It shouldn't have been that close to begin with. Uh, Josh Jacobs has another uh, kid, eight kids, and another one on the way with nine different women. How the hell is he have Wait, that many kids? Have whoa, whoa, whoa. He's kids got nine, nine kids with eight different women. <laughs> yeah. What did I, I was, say? Yeah, eight kids, eight with, kids nine with nine women. Nine different women. I was trying yeah. to figure out how that worked. It was a split. Siamese twins. It was a split. What know. happens in Vegas stays Anyways, Vegas. exactly. So, how does he have that many kids? How old is he? He's only been in like the league for three years. Yeah. 
I don't so, know. He had seven kids. Why is that? I'm Alabama? sorry. I have zero faith in the Raiders. The Chiefs are actually gelling at the right time, so I'm picking the Chiefs to cover. I feel like the Chiefs are going to steamroll the Raiders. With what they did a couple weeks ago, it was like, what, 41-14? Yes. That was in Las Vegas. The More Chiefs the defense has been playing really well. I don't know if it's quite that much of a blowout, but I'd put 100 bucks on the Chiefs winning this game by 10 points. You know what's funny is it wasn't too long ago that we would never take the Chiefs to cover a double-digit spread because they never covered the spread. But I, these are just two teams going in different directions, which means the Raiders are probably going to cover, but I'm picking the Chiefs to cover because they're they're going to steamroll them just like last time. So we're across the board of the Chiefs. All right. Make or break time for Nolans. Uh, Nolans. Can they beat the Jets by five in the Netherlands? Can, first of all, can I have some of the shrimp gumbo that Zion's eating? <laughs> <laughs> Zion, I hear he's going to suit up and play left tackle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's well documented. He's way over 300 pounds, and he's not disputing these claims. Uh, the gumbo he, is just an appetizer along with the uh, crawfish for his jambalaya. He looks like Michael Orr from the blind side now. Oh, my God, he is he big. All right, sorry. What's the spread again? Yeah. Five for the uh, Saints on the road. Okay. Saints are a five-point favorite yep. on the road yep. with Alvin Kamara back. Uh, yep. And, and the uh, machine, Taysom, Taysom Hill. Hill's playing, so. Yeah, give me the Saints to cover. He likes him some Taysom Hill. Remind me again who's playing. They're playing the Jets. Oh. Five and a half? Just five. Wow. Okay, I'm going Saints. That's yeah. easy. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, the Saints across the board. Like, the Jets have actually played somewhat competitive Ooh. here lately, but they're, they're not. I can't believe that spread's not bigger. But not with Kamara coming back. Uh, all right, the Dallas Cowboys on the road to the nation's capital. The Cowboys are a four-point road favorite going to play the emails. I think this is a really interesting game. The emails have won four straight. Everybody's on their defense having played better. Sweats out this week. Young's already out for the season. I think that the Cowboys' offense is actually back to fully healthy. They realize they got to give Pollard some more totes. I like the Cowboys to win a divisional game by eight to ten. I think it's twenty-four sixteen type game. I like what the emails are doing. I think they're going to cover this game if not win the game outright. Heineke. I do not like picking the uh, Cowboys at all. I feel like they always let me down when it comes to the spreads. Like, they're always playing in these close games. And, like, the games they win easily are against garbage teams. And Washington is not a garbage team. They're a decent team. They're not yep. a great team. And they're at home. And I think if the Cowboys win, they win by a field goal, so they don't cover. I think Washington might win outright, though. So, you're uh, riding that Cowboy, buddy. Let's see. What does a cowboy do when you pick him as the lone wolf? Brokeback uh, Mountain. Let's see. Jerry Jones leaves 20% of himself on. Uh, I don't know where you're going with this. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry Jones leaves 20% of himself on what? Brokeback Mountain. Oh. <laughs> Not that there's what anything wrong with that. What's the name of the street? Bourbon, Bourbon street? street. Bourbon Street. Did you not hear Jerry Jones? When they played the Saints on that Thursday night, somebody got him, and he had a few drinks, and uh, they were joking with him, and he said, I'm going to coach tonight because McCarthy was out with COVID. Yeah. And then uh, after the games were later in the night, they were, somebody got him, and on tape, he says, or on recorded, he's like, you get getting 80% of me. In my life, I put 20% of me. It's died on Burton Street. So whatever <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> For the cover, I was going to be like, 20% on Bourbon Street, another 5% in the cap. All right, that, that works for the lone wolf. That, that's if we can muddle through all that uh, all that explanation. It's not that bad, I guess. But, uh, all right, inside jokes. We just shared with everybody about Jerry Jones losing 20% of himself on Bourbon Street. Uh, that's all right. All right, how about the Falcons on the road to Atlanta? Uh, or no, no, the Falcons don't go on the road to Atlanta. I said that wrong. Big, you got me perplexed now. I can't even speak. The Falcons are on the road to Carolina playing the Panthers where the Panthers are a two-and-a-half-point home favorite. So you're giving me the Falcons two-and-a-half points on the road. Cam Newton playing quarterback this weekend? Uh, I don't know. Panthers Future just Hall fired their offensive coordinator. <laughs> Future Hall, Hall of, of Famer, Cam Newton. Jinx. Yeah. Give me the fighting Matt Ryans to cover. You don't like Chubba Hubbard? I don't like Chubba. I didn't All like right. him at Oklahoma State. All Chubba right. Hubbard. 
A fast with a chubba hubba and a good chubba chubba. I'm going to the well twice. I need a big game from Kyle Pitts, so I'm going Falcons. I, you know, uh, I, that might happen. Uh, Carolina, you know, I, I don't even don't even want to watch them anymore. But uh, the Falcons somehow are like, what, one game under 500? Yes. Like, they're, they're actually in the playoff picture somehow. Uh, they're not going to stay there, but they're going to win this game. And they're going so, to we're looking for a big game from sport. We're, yes. Correct. <laughs> All right. The Seahawks on the road to the Texans. The Seahawks are a road seven-and-a-half-point favorite. Nobody saw them being a seven-and-a-half-point favorite anywhere a month ago. I'll say this. Last week, they beat a San Francisco team that we all Texas. picked to cover <laughs> them. The Texans. Uh, the Texans are so bad. I'm going to take Seattle to cover because the Texans are back to the neck at quarterback. I, I'm going Seattle. I don't really think I need to say much. Does it matter if Tyrod Taylor played? I don't care. Nah, I don't care. Matter. It doesn't matter. The Seahawks cover this spread easily. All right, how about the Lions? At this point, I feel like he's puncturing his own lung just to get out of the game. I would too, man. <laughs> they are the uh, – right, let's just – real quick. Are the Texans the worst team in football? Yes. Yes. All right, not even close, right? They're, they, they're much worse than the Lions. They're worse than they, the Jaguars. I feel – see, like, everyone talks about the Lions. I feel like the Jets and the Texans are the worst. Like, the Lions yeah. are the one team I wouldn't want to play. Which hey, they're in the next game. And, and they fight every game. The Lions have not been mathematically eliminated from the playoffs, whereas right. the Texans have. Uh, there you go. That's why I like 32. the Lions. They fight. The yes. other teams are just dope. Right, Would well, you like the Lions to cover eight and a half at Mal High? Ooh. Ooh. Coming off their first win of the year, going into Mile High. Is it a letdown? I'm going to take them to cover because what I saw last week out of Denver, they'll play better this week. They'll probably win. Denver is kind of like the Chargers. They're up and down, Jekyll and Hyde. Teddy Bridgewater does not impress me. Give me the uh, Matt Campbell kneecap eaters for the cover. You know what? I'm also going the Cemento pick here. He pledged his game ball last week to the school shooting. Yeah. Class act, man. Oh, yeah. Dan Campbell. I don't care how many games they've won. They haven't quit on him. He still has a locker room. You can tell. So, I, I like the Lions, and, like, I know we talked to the Lions fans a few weeks back, but that, that may be influencing me a little bit, but, my God, I feel like they'd run through a wall for Dan Campbell. So, I'm going Lions. You know, it's 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 not just you. Uh, they're, they're, they're our sentimental pick, I think. Uh, it's hard to pick against the line. And honestly, when I saw eight and a half, I, I was like, if, if there was like a lock of the week, it might be this one because the Lions may not win this game, but they're not losing by more than a touchdown, not to Denver. No. So uh, it might be the fans that we got to know. It might be the fact that Dan Campbell will bite people in the kneecap. It might just be that, you know, I think they've covered like five weeks in a row, so it's hard to pick against them. But uh, we're uh, we're all Lions fans when they're playing Denver. Uh, so that's across the board. All right, how about the Giants on the road to where – I don't know, will Giants fans travel to L.A. because they're playing the Chargers? Uh, the Char- Somebody better show up because Char- it'll be an empty stadium. Chargers are a <laughs> 10-point home favorite. So this is the one time the Chargers have a home field advantage all year long because even though the Giants have four Lombardis, nobody is traveling to L.A. Right. Give me the Chargers with Herbert and all his COVID-gone wide receivers to cover this spread. You got Keenan and Mike Williams both in the protocol. Yep. It's what, nine? What did you say, seven? I said ten. Four? Is ten. that ten? You want to you get an update? Do we wanna... It's ten. Ten. God, ten with no wide receivers? Ten. Ah, that's all right. I'll still roll with it. Uh, I feel like the Chargers – I've been saying it all year long. I feel like the Chargers have the – like the best offensive weapons in the league. Not the best, but close to the top. You got Herbert. You got Keenan. You got Williams. You got Eckler. They still don't perform. Like the they defense, do one week and then just not the The defense next. is yeah. dog shit. They're up and down. So, they can't stop the run. I feel like the line, or, sorry, the Giants will lose, but it'll be close. So I'm going to go Giants. Okay. I, I, you know, 10 is a lot, and – It'd be easy to say that the Chargers will just, you know, come back to earth a little bit and not win uh, an impressive. But, man, I, I think the, the Giants are on the verge of just, like, burning everything to the ground. 
I mean, I think when you, Jake Fromm starting a quarterback for them is it's not even the backup. It's the backup it's to the right. backup. Now, you know, who knows? Maybe it's the next Kurt Warner story, but I don't think it's going to happen here this time. And, American uh, underdog. I, I think I think the I think the Chargers will score at least twenty points, and I don't think the Giants will break ten. So that's why I'm taking the uh, Chargers to cover. So good lone wolf, Mr. Brown. The five foe fum. I'm picking up another game on Biggie's pick on. <laughs> uh, he's probably not, not wrong. Uh, all right, man. This game sucks for me because uh, fantasy purposes, I'm riding a lot of the 49ers here, but they're playing in Cincinnati. And the 49ers, I got this. They're a one and a half point favorite. On the road, so Vegas really likes that. Do you want to pick this game first? Uh, I mean, you already know what I'm picking, so it doesn't matter. Well, you're going to pick the Niners, because that means the Bengals might win. Right. Like, that's just how it works. I can't pick the Bengals to cover. Is Burrow what's, playing? what's the status of Burrow's hand? Uh, so, he rested it today. It's a dislocated pinky on his throwing hand. He says, he says he's going to be good to go. So, he's got Jack with four fingers. Yeah. All right. Yeah, or go lefty. Dude, if you're impossible. the number one pick it's in the draft. strange. I hear you. And you got a jacket, there's some issues. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm taking the Niners because that's the only way I can go. So, you tell me. I'm taking the Bengals. I think you guys have a huge bounce back and you win by 10 points. Uh, I like the Bengals as well. The Niners are up and down. I feel like the Bengals have way better offensive weapons. I mean, I appreciate that. That makes me have a little bit of confidence going into the game, but I, I still got to just drop the Niners. <laughs> it's just not. Like, so what? What is it? You is enjoying that? You is enjoying being over five hundred. See you later, buddy. Well, I mean, that's what's that's what's <laughs> got me to be over five hundred. <laughs> Have we had a Niner lone wolf all season? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't. I don't know what a yeah. Niner would be. It's golden in their heels. I mean, I guess that's what they say. I would say that a Niner lone wolf is the power of porn. It is the, the power of. Porn. And like the Oregon Trail. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Exactly. You see where I was going. Uh, I feel like I'm dying from dysentery yeah. right yeah. now. With that pick, you are. All right. How about the Buffalo Bills going down to South Florida where hopefully the wind and snow won't be as bad and the Bucks are a three and a half point home favorite? See, this is a tough game to pick in that I think the Bills will bounce back offensively in this game, especially with as hurt on the back end as the Bucks are. But as bad as they are in the back end right now for the Bucks, as thin as they are, they are still covering every single week with eight, nine, ten point spreads. They're at home. I like them to cover again. All I'm saying with the Bills is if, if you can't stop a team that passes three times in a game <laughs> and you know they're running and you still can't stop them, the Bucks are going to win all day. They're going to cover it. Like, how does that happen at the NFL level? You know a team's running. You stack the box. You still can't stop them. The Bills don't deserve to make the playoffs. Can, can I just say that the Bills are not really very good? Who we thought they were. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah, everybody was kind of like anointing them at the beginning like, of the year. I think what happened was they were so good last year. Josh Allen hit this really high peak, and we thought that's what they were going to be for the next few years. They had ascended. They would only get better. I think last year was their peak year and their end regression. Okay. Yeah, so they, they have no running game. Their, their defense really isn't that good. They can't stop the run, which should make Chad happy because he's got touchdown Lenny Fournette, and he needs a big game to make fantasy playoffs. I need that. I'm playing the the, the, the guy who's probably going to win it all. I needed to throw him. For me, this is easy. It's Bucks. Yeah, yeah. It's Bucks across. That's easy. 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 Three and a half is a very tiny spread. So, all right. That's simple enough. All right. How about the Sunday night game? How is this the Sunday night game? The Bears and the Packers. Ooh. Oh my you want to guess the spread on this one, Mr. Brown? I know Biggie's got eleven and a half. Ah, you're close. Twelve and a half. Okay. <laughs> All, right. Guess. All right, Biggie, what you got? Do you know who's starting a quarterback for the Bears? Uh yes. It is not the Red Rifle. It is Trey Lance or Justin Fields. Sorry. Justin Fields. Wrong, 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 wrong rookie quarterback. I really want to lean Bears here, and that it is such a big spread. What is it? Twelve and a half. Twelve and a half. Coming off a bye week, Aaron Rodgers, the COVID toe, everything else there. Rodgers is a guy who is one of the most gifted guys we've ever seen who somehow finds a way to keep a chip on his shoulder. I think that coming off the bye week, they roll into this game with Fields at quarterback who I like, but he just makes too many bad plays. I, It's a huge spread that I actually think the Packers cover. 
The Bears are a better team with Red Rifle under center. It yes. Was, it is. Yeah. What yes. It is. Yeah. So I, I'm picking the Packers and uh, Rogers' greasy long hair. I mean, I think John what, Wick, baby. I think what happened is they said uh, who the starting quarterback was, and the spread went from like eight to twelve. Yeah, because I swear earlier in the week it was like eight or nine. Isn't it funny though? Everyone in the whole betting world knows that Andy Dalton gives them a better chance to win, but let's get Fields to get his snaps in. And let's see what the future holds. Well, they ain't making the playoffs this year, so why I not? got it. Why I not? got I got it. But, like, I don't really think Fields is the answer either. I'm just – Oh, I'm with you there. I, I don't – like, Fields isn't the answer. I don't think so. I haven't seen anything. What's the history of Ohio State quarterbacks? Uh, Cardell Jones. Okay, cool. Terrell Pryor was a good receiver. Dwayne Haskins. There you go. Yeah. I I must be wrong. Wait a minute. There's got to be one. Kurt Curbstreet? Who is the guy who won the Heisman, got real fat, played for Jim Trestle? Short, black quarterback. He got fat. Last name was Smith. He played for the Ravens. He would have been their quarterback. No. But then he got sick, and Joe Flacco ended up starting, and then it was the end of it. Tyrod Smith. Is that his name? Maybe it was Tyrod Smith. No. Something like that. You're going to that well. Yeah. Who is the guy? You know who he is. Yeah. That's not a household name. Oh. Nah. It could have been, though, if he wouldn't have got sick or injured I'm or to whatever. Look it up. That's where we're going to prove Ohio State has any Troy Smith. Troy Smith. Troy yep. Smith. Yeah. He hit me like a lightning bolt. Oh, my God. All right, We've so been doing this so long, measures. I just got a reality check. All right, check we got off the rails. Duel. I just want to say that I also have the Packers covered. Okay. <laughs> All right, yeah. the Monday night Go game. Go OSU, baby. Monday night game, the Rams on the road to the Cardinals. Cardinals, hammer it. Two and a half to spread. Hammer it, it, Cardinals. Hammer it. That's it. Two and a half at home. Yep. Calamari. Yeah, I'm going Calamari. I mean, what happened the last time these teams played, and it was in L.A., and Arizona took them to the woodshed. And, I, you know, I just want to say, I remember everyone talking about how great Matt Stafford was going to be, and I was always saying, he's fine. It'll be better than golf, and it's nothing crazy. And this is what you're getting. You're getting the Matt Stafford that can make a lot of the throws, but he's – it's like when the, the limelight gets brighter, he shrinks. Yeah. And, and that's what you're well, seeing. he's done so far. So guess what? The the light is going to be extra bright on Monday night. You're the only game on. Sorry, Matt Stafford. You're not going to step up and carry this team to the victory. It's going to be Calamari, and it's the Cardinals across the board. So only a few lone wolves this week. For all the degenerates out there, $10 14-leg parlay pays out 82000 plus. After I don't win, which I will win because I'm a winner. One eight hundred gambler. If you're not a winner, eighty two thousand. We could uh, we could buy a lot of a lot of stuff with that. This would become. We'd all have our own recliner. <laughs> we would definitely have better microphone setup. That would be good. And the recliners would be nice. We could probably just build an addition. Get a doctor for you when you're sick. Yeah, all right. I just need a, a Z pack. Be okay. All right, that's been the Week 14 NFL Stone Cold Lead Pipe Locks of the Week. And for those keeping score at home, follow Mr. Brown because he's number three in the nation when it comes to anybody you can find that's done picks on record. And uh, Biggie and I are somewhere on, like, page three and page five. But that's okay. We're, we're still competitive. You're climbing. We're climbing, Trust baby. Climb. Rung by rung. All right, gentlemen. Well, I appreciate y'all sucking up with uh, – well, not sucking up, just putting up with the nasal issues and the, the head cold I got. And Social distancing. All that good stuff. <sighs> but, uh, yeah, man, I, I, I watched uh, little TV today sitting by the fireplace. Uh, he got game, which, uh, you know, not the best movie ever, but solid basketball movie. Mr. Brown says he's never seen it. Never. So you you only is it on D streams? I am sure. Sorry, it is. I I'm say sure that. it is. Is it on the cable package that we procure? Yes. possibly. Edit that. <laughs> you've seen you've seen it. You've seen it right, Biggie. Denzel Ray Allen. It's a good movie. Yeah, it's not bad. You know, there's a lot of other guys in there too, like uh, Rick Fox and uh, Travis Best and some other guys. It's been a long time since I've yeah, seen. There's that's even, not the Jesus Shuttleworth. Yeah. Right? yeah oh, okay. Yeah. And I have not never seen that. Yeah, yeah. Rick Fox is uh, okay. is a player at, at they Tech, actually Tech were, U, and he he's trying to like show him the campus, and he basically gets him banged by a couple porn stars, and well, he doesn't go course, to that school. Of course yeah. he does. He doesn't go there because of that, I guess. Of course he does. 
They were going to consider making a second one. (laughs) What is it? They were considering making a second one. Yeah, like like where he's at now. I I read that today. Uh, Rosario Dawson in that, too, at 18 years old. Very very young Rosario Dawson. Oh, yes. Very nice. What movie was she in that was great? Uh, she's been in a few good movies. Sin, no. I liked her in Sin City, uh, in Clerks Two. Uh, no. I don't know. She had Death Proof. Uh, what? What? What am I missing? I don't know, man. There was a, a, a <laughs> Egyptian theme movie that I remember. Egyptian theme with a great ensemble. I don't know. I don't know. Anyone? You don't remember the name of it? Internet knows what I'm talking about. Okay. I don't. Sorry, Chad. That's all right. Well, anyway, what, what have you been watching lately? Anything good? You, this is the time of year where uh, you don't get a lot of time to relax because of the other job. No, I haven't had a lot of time, but uh, the nerd in me has enjoyed it. The fact that uh, Lost in Space Season 3 has came out. I've never seen a single episode of this. It's good. Give me the uh, basic parameters. You never heard of Lost in Space? No. Even the old school version? No. What about the crappy movie they made in like 2005 or something that starred the dude from Friends? Uh, none of that. <laughs> the original season, it's it's amazing. It's like kind of like Star Trek in a sense. So I'm a sci-fi geek, and the fact it's been two years since the last season came out, it's been fun. Me and my wife spent like, I think it was like three years ago, we spent New Year's, sadly, uh, watching, binge-watching... Uh, Lost in space. Instead of having a party, we just watched it and had fun. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Mm-mm. But uh, it's it's for sci-fi nerds and space. If if you enjoy the element of being creative with space travel, okay. So you, you mentioned you watch it on New Year's usually, or you did last year, a few years ago. S- of, of sci-fi things on New Year's, I, for some reason, I always get stuck watching the Twilight Zone marathon. Okay. You ever you ever catch that on New Year's no. Eve? Ah, oh, it's fantastic. Old school Twilight Zone. The original Twilight yes. Zone. New Year's Eve for me is reserved for good college football, and uh, apparently the last couple of years it's become the drop of Cobra Kai. Yes, that is uh, also coming up on December 31st. Yeah. This year. year? Yes. So, are you all going to w- watch it this year? Or do you wait till New Year's, right? I, I wait You're not going to do it on New Year's Eve. No, I do it no. New Year's Day when I'm hungover and I don't want to move. I, it's gotta I watch be, the entire season in one day. Yeah, it's got to be like where I have time to sit I, down. I yeah. assume we'd have a little party down here at the cave. And watch it? No, not no, that. No, no. You, can't, you can't. That's not something you watch with friends. you got to no. be able to enjoy it and sit down and. and well, we're we're going to bring New Year's in down here. A little I Sinatra. Fig- I figure because we had uh, Jake and. Uh, I worked out well last Jake year. Jake the Snake last year. I barely remember that. Was you here? I don't know. I think you were. I feel you like I might have been. You were here. Why well, wouldn't I have been here? Well, I just yeah. don't really remember. It was me, you, Biggie, and I Jake I was probably the Snake. drinking. Yeah. Yeah, actually, I do remember Jake. Yeah. 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 Feed, Feed Jake. <laughs> Feed Jake. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. So, that I mean, so, yeah, let's do that again. That sounds, sounds like, like a, plan. a plan. Absolutely. All right. Well, that gets us close to the hour mark, gentlemen. So we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. And uh, I might try to catch out Lost in Space, man. I'm kind of a sci-fi guy too, but you you watch this stuff more than I do. I, I don't I don't make enough time for it. Isn't I got I got to do better. Isn't it funny? It is because like I don't know. Seems like it would be more Chad's right. I know. I don't now, know. I don't know. I mean, I say that, but you're going to pick it apart. So just just try season one and see if you like it. Nah, I mean, if if I can, it's hard for me to get into a TV show. Like it, it is. It's very few TV shows because it's like you got to make time for it. Like, yeah. is there has there been uh, a show that you got into that ended abruptly and you just felt like unsatisfied because of you that? Felt like you wasted time and effort. Like it just it didn't come to a culmination. Like it didn't. No, end. I, I agree with you. Is there is there a show like that? You for feel you? like it was taken from you. Yeah. Yeah. No, I can't say one off the top of my head. I felt like that with Manifest until I realized they were coming out with another season. Okay, so it, it kind of left you hanging a little bit. But, like, uh, like I remember, my kids and I would watch MacGyver together because it's kind of a kid friendly, the new one? cool spy. Yeah. You you and them CBS and it was on man. CBS. <laughs> he loves that shit. He is and, such uh, an old man. Well, no, the kids liked it. You know, it was PG fun for being a super spy sort of stuff, and they did that. Halfway through the season, they heard, 
you heard they were going to cancel it, and they put no ending to it. Yeah. Now, have you, did you watch any of the new uh, CSI they have? They have, like, the people from it from 20 years ago? CSI Vegas. I have not. I'm going to watch all the episodes at once and see, because when it came out in the 90s, right after the OJ trial, and everybody was really into forensics and all that, I love the original with William Peterson. Yeah, man. Oh, he is a freaking... That, that, that original run was not bad. I will yeah. say that CBS show suckered me in. I watched a little bit of that. But uh, I, I remember uh, the ESPN. Him, George Each, Georgia Fox. Man, they were yeah. good. See, look at you shouting off the caster. Uh, but uh, the show uh, I, I enjoyed, I wanted to see where it went, was Playmakers on ESPN. I actually enjoyed that show while it was out. And then it just kind of went away because the NFL was like, Nope, we can't have you disparaging NFL. Uh, yeah, NFL that was all. that like hit way too close to home. There was a running back who was so like withdrawn at halftime. He yeah. had to go outside and well, get his fix. He and, put he put he took uh, offensive lineman's urine and injected it into yeah. his urethra. Uh, Oop, so he, but that was like the Wizenator, man. That was all like stuff that happened at the time. The quarterback who would say, "Hey, I'm having an equipment issue." Put him on, and he'd have him pick women out of the stands. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's better than the Shermanator. I don't know. <laughs> it's about the same. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. Thanks for putting up with us. We've had a good time, and we hope you have a great time this weekend. We'll see you same time next week. Bye-bye.